I want you to remember to stay good boys and girls. Respect your mothers and fathers and do what they tell you. Obey your teachers and learn a whole lot. Now, if you do this, I'll make sure you get good presents from me every year. <laughs> but if you're bad boys and girls, your name goes in the bad boys and girls book. And I'll bring you something horrible. Welcome to the exciting world of the movies. Hello and happy holidays from the movie graveyard. That's right, we are delivering the pure holiday special goodness this year. It is Christmas morning. You're all waking up to your uh, non-existent PS5s and Xboxes underneath the tree. They're not there, but you know what there is there, Zach. What is there, babe? Orgasmo, the ultimate Christmas or- from all time. Orgasmo, fucking the, one of the great people. People say like, "Oh, what's your favorite Christmas movie?" Fucking nobody thinks of this movie, but it, it is. It's a Christmas movie, and you tell them why. You tell them why. Okay, Bill. you're not gonna see a Christmas tree. You're not gonna see an elf. You're not gonna see a string of Christmas lights up on the roof. But you know what you are gonna see in here? You're gonna see some young Mormon men dedicated to Jesus Christ, aren't you? Hell yes, and that makes it a Christmas movie. Hell yes. That makes it the most authentic Christmas movie of all time, even more than the Nativity Story, Black Nativity, and the Young Messiah. So there you go. Oh yeah, oh yeah, fucking! I am excited. It's been a while, babe. Fucking well, uh, not really. Like I, I caught up on it before we started, but fucking like it's been a while before that. Yeah. Well, I, I guess to break the the fourth wall, we actually talked about doing this last February, and I was like, no, we gotta wait for Christmas. Exactly. You knew it. You knew it. You, you had it all planned out. This is the fucking MCU guy. All, all This is why I'm going to have him as my head of fucking the energy department when I when I run on my communist party. He's going to be the head of the cum uh, energy. It's going to be a whole platform made of cum, ain't it? It is. It is. Fucking, it's better and more cleaner than fucking even nuclear. Fucking, I don't know why people aren't waking up to this. Exactly, and and to be honest, we could use actually a copy of this film as our manifesto. We could, we could, fucking, I'm ready for it. Exactly. So anyway, we're gonna go ahead and get it rolling right here. We have a pause at all the zeros mark. Um, it should be the same if you're the on the DVD or Blu-ray. We're on the Blu-ray. I also have the DVD. They're all put out by Universal, so they all should have the same amount of logos and time and shit. Hopefully. So we got zero second marks. So I'm gonna say one, two, three, go. And uh, when you uh, see, because by the way, we should mention this is one of these movies where it just wants to play itself, don't it, baby? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess we should mention we're we're uh, there's two versions of this movie on the disc: theatrical, unrated. You're going to want to go with theatrical, and here's why: usually, theatrical is watered down, and the unrated is the better version. But in this case, this case, the theatrical is actually NC-17. And the unrated, if you, especially if you have the Blu-ray, the unrated is just like a DVD upscale, whereas the theatrical is like the real Blu-ray presentation. And the only difference I could find between the two versions was a couple shots was longer and no extra nudity. No, like you know, I guess we should get one, uh, you know, 
bad thing out of the way here. This this movie pretty much features no female nudity, and I'm very upset with that, and we'll get into that in there. So don't think you're going to watch the unrated and see all these boobs and stuff, because there was no breast even filmed for the NC-17 version. Just lots of big, hard dong. Ain't that right, Zach? Exactly. Big, huge, beautiful cocks. Exactly. So I'm going to say one, two, three, go. When you hear the word go, please hit the, uh, what is it, the X button on your PS3 remote? Is that what it is? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, the X button. All right, everybody, one, two, three, go. Hell yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, Universal Don't. logo. This is basically, the, you know what they should have done? Instead of, every time, sometimes they have those movies where they change the Universal logo to coincide with something in the movie, like in basketball. It actually turns into a basketball. They should have just had a, a big testicle filled with a pearly white cummies. Exactly. They should have. Which I would have combed. I guess we should say, basically... Um, so this being a Trey Parker, Matt Stone, Kazooie being a Trey Parker, Matt Stone movie, um, I always wondered where this, this like fell into like whatever the timeline, you know, like why did they make this cheap ass weird movie, you know, if they were making South Park or actually what happened was they were, um, pitching South Park. They made like the short film, whatever that they were, um, trying to get made and, um, mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I guess we should say this features the best theme song of all time, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Fucking, no, you're on my own. Exactly. On my own, my. You know what's funny is, uh, you know the way this was written was like fucking Trey uh, Parker was telling Matt Stone, like, oh, yeah, so, like, for the beginning of the movie, we should have, like, a fucking comic book intro, and, like, we should have, like, the, the kind of song that plays during the Rocky montage, yeah. and it just says stuff like, now you're on my own, now you're on my own, and fucking Matt Stone was like, that should just be a fucking... Exactly. You should... <laughs> It's a, it's a direct ripoff of to Eye of the Tiger, but it's actually better than Eye of the Tiger because it has better mm-hmm. lyrics like, What makes a man is it the woman in his arms just because she has big titties? Or is it the way he fights every day? No, it's probably the titties. Now you're a man, man, a man, a man, a man. Now you're it's a so man. Good. Fucking, uh, the, the name of Trey Parker, Matt Stone's band, is DVDA, by the way. Which was inspired Which, by a, a joke in this movie, right? They reference it in the movie. It's amazing. It's amazing. You know what? They should make a sequel to this where it's basically, it, it, it's basically, it takes place within the movie universe. Like, fucking, like, it's just like a sequel, but, like, we're watching it as if, like, this is, like, uh, the original movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Since we didn't get to see that. But we need the Marvel fucking uh, big, <laughs> big cock, big fucking uh, serious remake. Exactly. The, the Kevin Feige spin on it. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so basically what happened was they made that short film to pitch Comedy Central on South Park, and they watched it, and they were like, no, nah, we're, we're not going to do this. So then they went to go make Orgasmo, and they were like about halfway through filming Orgasmo, and Comedy Central called them back and said, no, we changed our mind, we're going to do South Park after all. So it was like, if, South, if like Comedy Central never changed their mind and South Park would have never happened, this literally would have been like the movie that they were trying to launch their careers on, which is hilarious if you think about it, because this movie was, this movie really wasn't even a hit with this, you know, like by the time this movie came out, like it played film festivals and they released it about a year after South Park debuted, but like, yeah, even with the South Park hype, like this barely got released, well I guess you should say too, because yeah, it's like NC-17, which you're not really gonna, which I think would have been awesome if they would have put this in like a thousand theaters, you know, I mean if you could do it with Showgirls, why not, you know? 
That would have been fucking awesome. Like, I, I didn't hear about this movie. I, like, I was alive, kicking, and, and ready for the fucking uh, big uh, South Park fucking explosion of nut that just fucking mm-hmm. came across all of our faces. And, like, it, it makes sense that we're, we're making cum references in Orgasmo. It, it, exactly. This is the place to do it. But, like, fucking, yeah. Like, I, I heard about this for the first time watching fucking Cinemax. Like, oh, wow. it was, like, years after it came out. So it was they were able to put it on Cinemax. And it was basically he was sitting there, and it was like, oh, we're going to show the fucking big premiere of Orgasmo. We got fucking, uh, we got Trey Parker here. And he's talking about, like, oh, yeah, if you like South Park, you're, you're going to love Orgasmo. And it's funny because, like... <laughs> It, it's funny because uh, I listened to the commentary on the Blu-ray of this, and he basically says the opposite. He's like, "Oh, if you like Soundbird, you're gonna hate him." <laughs> and then, and it's funny because I, I remember that's what sold me on watching it. Was like, "Oh, if you like Soundbird," <laughs> yeah. so it was like he just said it to fucking like because <laughs> because he, he had to. <laughs> yeah, genius. Well, it's it it's hilarious too because like I'm such a crusty old fucker. Like I actually went to uh see this in the theater and i got the soundtrack right away so it was like this weird thing that like nobody knew about it like it came and went because like i was in college at the time and everybody was busting nuts over south park but even like south park fans really didn't know about this movie we do, we do see a little booby right here if you look close, oh it, yeah the, the guy quick. didn't get his ass in time but but mm-hmm. that was a mistake because they they didn't want to show any female <laughs> every time basically the running joke is every time because they knew this was going to be a movie that was going to be on cinematic and shit so it was like well anytime you think you're going to see boobs like a guy walks into the frame you see his ass or like fucking later on she, f- she trips and breaks her neck <laughs> when you think she's going to take her top off well, he rips off his face and who is it really it's ron jeremy the fucking serial rapist exactly himself. this was before everybody knew ron jeremy was a bad guy like I remember back then, like, people were fascinated, like, the late 90s, Zach. People were fascinated by Ron Jeremy because he was, by, I mean, he got much, much older and uglier looking. But um, even at that time, they're like, who's this man in his late 40s fucking and porn and all this shit? So there was, like, documentaries, everything made about this motherfucker. And everybody was, like, trying to uncover the, uh, like, you know, the, the truth about Ron Jeremy and, and how he was actually, he wasn't just a, a big dick. He was actually a real human and... Everybody said, oh, he wanted to be a real actor, and he was trying for years, and he was a good guy because he was a school teacher of mentally handicapped children and all this shit. Well, I guess they're probably not making those documentaries anymore, are they, Zach? <laughs> they're probably making need, the, the Harvey Weinstein documentaries about him. We, we need Porn Star 2, the real edition. Like, all that yeah. shit we said, we made up. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that the name of the documentary, Porn Star? I think it was, because I remember, like, it came out when I was working at the video store and like everybody, we only had like one copy. So like everybody that worked at the store, like pretty much no customers ever rented it. Just everybody that worked at the store took turns renting it. And I remember like my assistant manager, this girl, Courtney. like, who the fuck is he? <laughs> <laughs> Most mainstream audience is just like, who the fuck is that? How <laughs> is this guy in porn? He looks like a fucking <laughs> warthog. <laughs> A fucking gnome mole who cut all out of the ground. I so mean, you, you, off, usually I'm not the type of person to like insult one's appearance because it's like you know that's that's like who fucking cares. But 
I mean, if the, if the guy's a serial rapist in prison forever, we can have a little fun, right? Like, it's not really in bad taste anymore. I, I think he's actually a fucking big Chad. I think he's one of the most handsome men and born, actually. Well, what's funny, too, is, like, usually when a rapist goes to jail, like, pretty much they're, they're like, on the toe. Like, the only thing that really gets lower than a rapist in jail is usually, like, a child molester. But, mm-hmm. um... But yeah, usually when a rapist go to jail, the big joke is now they're going to get raped. That's not true. Everybody's having sex consensually with Ron Jeremy, and he's actually doing them now. So, okay. I mean, like all the guys in jail, whether they're straight or not, straight, gay, whatever, it don't matter. Everybody wants to say that, they, you know, they uh, tasted Ron Jeremy's penis. Exactly. Fucking probably not even because of the porn, probably because of this movie. They're all just big fucking orgasmo fans. Yeah. Just Master Zero. Hell yeah. But I was all about this movie so much, Zach, that I actually ran out and bought the soundtrack. Like you could actually find the soundtrack from it. Amazing. Is the You're a Man on there? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the main reason I fucking bought it, yeah. Was there any more? I was like... A... I think that might be the only DVDA song. I should have dug it out to look at it. But, like, yeah, I swear, there's... there's I like... swear the song that plays while they're going about doing the real orgasm radar, yeah. radar on fucking... How do you pronounce it? It's not radar. That's fucking, like, uh... Orgasmerator, I think, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, Terminator. Like, like the song playing during during that sounds like a, a song they would have made, but I couldn't yeah. tell if it was or not. I like that one song, too, that's, like... Tw- it, like it, for some reason, it sounds like the guys are singing in German, but it turns out they're an American band. It's, like, the one where it's, like, Twisted Steel, Leather Donut. That's another one. Yeah. But there's, there's a lot of good music. We should say, too, the Dust Brothers. Like, there's a lot of people coming up on this movie because the Dust Brothers did a lot of, like, the songs that are, like, in it. And, like, just a couple years later, I think they did, like, all the sound, the music for, like, Fight Club and shit. Dust Brothers don't get any better. They 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 did one of the greatest albums ever recorded. Fucking Hanson's Middle of Nowhere. Uh, exactly. Dust Brothers were um, kind of the men behind the scenes of the music industry for about a good ten years. Bop, doop, top, so good. Now this is where we should say that the setup for the movie is that Trey Parker is a Mormon missionary, and he ha- and he knocks. He's trying to convert people to to uh, become Mormons, and uh, he knocks on the door of this porn set, and all these security guards try to beat him up. And it turns out he knows kung fu like uh, Neo in the Matrix, right? And they do all the fucking cliche zoom in. Oh, fucking uh, genius! It, it, this is a fun movie. It's very it naked is. gun slapstick. It's kind of funny too, cause like, I don't know if this was intentional or just the low budget. Like, like I really always thought they made this movie for like, I don't know, like five hundred grand or two hundred grand or something. But supposedly this had a budget of like a million and a half dollars, which is pretty oh, good for a movie that has like zero fucking stars in it, if you don't count mm-hmm. Ron Jeremy, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, like one thing, I, like I noticed it in the theater and then on the DVD and on the Blu-ray is like, and I don't know if this is intentional just because of the budget, but it has like that very much like late 90s Cinemax movie look. Like, you remember like when low budget movies before like videotape was like real, like, you know, because like back then if you shot something on video, there was no digital really, it was just videotape. If you shot it, it ended up looking like the shot on shittio movies we used to talk mm-hmm. about. So it's like, even like Cinemax, Skinemax movies had a shoot on film back then, and they always had this like, kind of like this movie, like overly bright, like porn lighting look to it, you know, and obviously this is like a porn homage, so maybe that was more the influence too, but like, it really, like, it, it authentically looks like a Skinemax movie to where, like you're saying, like if you flipped it on and you didn't know what movie it is, you would think it was one, for, you know, for a second or two. 
Exactly. Real quick, every time I watch this movie and he pulls out that Pop-Tart, I always want to eat a Pop-Tart. Yeah. <laughs> From watching the movie. We're just like, man, that Pop-Tart was good. But then you eat a Pop-Tart, it's like, yeah, it's okay. Well, it, it's kind of funny, too, though, because like they call them like, Happy Tarts or Happy something tart. like that. Happy <laughs> Which is weird because back, I mean, well, actually now still, but back then, especially, like, every supermarket had, like, a generic brand of their own fake Pop-Tarts that you could just buy, but, like, now nah, they wanted to make, like, a, of a whole fake brand. Mm. Genius. There's so much good shit in this movie if you watch. It really is. It's like that Quentin Tarantino red apple cigarettes bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, basically the plot is, fucking our boy here, he, he basically uh, he talks him into being orgasmo, and he's like, fucking, I, don't, I can't be orgasmo, I'm a fucking Mormon missionary, and I'm getting married soon, and he's got to hide it, and uh, he offers him uh, an amount he can't refuse, because like, oh, now we can get our married, we can get married in the fucking, uh, the, the temple. Mormon temple, exactly. So that's why he gets roped into doing porn when he's like a, a man of God. A yeah. man of God. Yeah, because, like, uh, the thing about it is Orgasmo is supposed to be, like, um, like a superhero. And, like, they need the, the porn actor to do action scenes. But the porn actor they hired is, like, a big sissy. So they, they stumble across this Mormon guy. And he can do all this kung fu. So he's going to be perfect, Orgasmo. But he does work it in the contract, right? That he's, he isn't, he's going to do everything leading up to, like, when the dick goes in the pussy or orifice or whatever, right? And then they get the stunt cock. He gets a stunt cock, exactly. Fucking stunt cock. You know what's funny, too, is, like, they basically, this guy just landed on their doorstep. It was super easy to find. Why do they need him so much? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it makes no sense. Does he, does he have to know Kung Fu? What if he's just a badass and something else and he doesn't know Kung Fu? Uh-huh. Does he even use Kung Fu in the fucking movie Orgasmo? Uh, yeah, like, once they actually really start, I don't know, no, I mean, not really, they they always just bust through that fake wall and, like, say shit, and then, like, shoot people it's with the, very with the, clumsy, like, the laser. Kicks. Like, yeah. smacks. <laughs> always... See, this movie's even more, like, genius than we even gave it credit for. Exactly. <laughs> I always love this scene, too, because, like, it's, like, one of those things where, like, He's talking to his girlfriend on the phone. He's in L.A. She's supposed to be in Utah, but like it totally looks like she's just in the next room with like a set behind her. Mm-hmm. Very chill. This yeah. is back whenever the like the first time I heard of this movie. Uh, this was one of the uh, whenever I was watching that thing. Like, oh, watch fucking uh, Orgasmo tonight. We're gonna play it and uh, get the endorsement from our boy himself. He's like, oh, if, if you like South Park, he'll like Orgasmo. I'm a fucking liar. <laughs> but then it showed this little part. It was like fucking when he's like, oh, if there's any any, give me a sign if you don't want me to do this. And then <laughs> fucking the earthquake happens. And then he's just like any sign at all. <laughs> and I was like, this looks genius. Hell yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know if the Zucker guys or whatever saw this first before they got him to make basketball. I'm guessing so, probably. But, like, it totally has that Zucker airplane humor to it, where it's just, Mm -hmm. like, like, one of the best jokes is the opening shot of the movie. It shows the Hollywood sign, and then underneath they do a subtitle (laughs) that says Hollywood. (laughs) That's fucking genius. Yeah. It's 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 another movie that's great is uh, Team America World Police. How it starts out with the shit the pu- the shot of that really shitty looking puppet, and then it zooms out, and it turns out the puppet is working a puppet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, he, our boy is kind of a fucking uh, genius. We need another movie. When's he gonna make the the movie adaptation of the Book of Mormon? 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, like, I is it just because? Um, I mean, I think they're from Colorado. Like, like, what is it? Like, because I was like reading, and I never read anything about him growing up Mormon. So, like, well, why does he like cashing in on the Mormons so much? Um, I, I remember him hearing or hear like basically, I remember like him talking about it, and it was just like uh, I think it was just something that always fascinated him about because yeah. well, because there was a Mormon kid at a school or oh, something. Okay. And his parents were always super nice, like to the point where it's like it seems like they're part of a cult that tells them to be nice. And that turns out that is what they tell you in the Mormon church, I guess, from what I heard. Like, well, it always, even if you're not nice, pretend to be nice. You're selling our whole uh, thing, not just not just yourself. Like, I guess they're just too busy having to make South Park around the clock with that giant contract they got where, like, I was reading, like, they basically make, like, $50 million a year off mm-hmm. South Park. But, like, I mean, it is cool that they really forged their own studio and just made South Park for 25 years, you know, where if it was just a regular anybody else making it, it would have been canceled after, like, seven or eight years, you know? But, mm-hmm. um... At yeah. this point, it's probably time to be canceled. Is the show still good? I, I haven't watched it. <laughs> I didn't even finish the first season. Like I saw enough. Like I know everybody loves it when they handle whatever the latest topic is, but it's just always the same thing to me personally. And like I get tired of the voices. Like like I actually like Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the people. Like I find them funnier than I do like watching a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And here here's where we finally meet the co-star Choda Boy, played Be by uh, our boy Dion Bacar, who was also in Basketball. Played what was the name Squeak in that movie? Squeak. Yeah. Squeak. Well, I, I guess this guy's just a real friend of yeah. our boys. And they, I, they cast him. I know he, like, worked with them for years, I think, on South Park. And then I think he, maybe he eventually broke off on his own. But, uh, like, we were talking about baseball. Yeah, I met him a couple times when I was working at Toys R Us. Nice guy. He He's, like, one of those guys that, uh, I mean, granted, this was, like, fuck, almost 20 years ago now. But, like, he's one of those guys who, even as a grown man, he would, like, collect toys and shit and video games and all that. So, you know, you know he's uh, very, very uh, studly. So, you look at these oh. women that can't keep their hands. I guess we should talk about the, the actual real porn stars. And we talk about Ron Jeremy, but also there's um, Julie Ashton, the blonde, who was in a, like, pretty big porn star at the time. And then the other one is Chasey Lane, who was, like... She was pretty big. Like she even had like a cameo in uh, another regular movie. He got game with Denzel Washington. She just played like a like a slutty girl that Ray Allen had sex with on a recruiting trip. But uh, yeah, like I liked them both. Did you ever watch either one of those those porn stars movies or anything, Zach? I didn't realize they were real porn stars. Mm-hmm. Fucking very Chad, very Chad. Yeah, like I pretty much found out. Um, about really both of them but about chasey lane from like this movie and like i started watching her movies and like yeah she was like stunning she was really hot and i don't know supposedly she's falling on hard times like you know a lot of porn stars did but like i don't know like i kind of wish those two girls had more scenes like they they kind of sprinkle them throughout like they're usually there and have one line or something but they don't really do anything i think they should have made them like bigger part of the story really but because like honestly like their acting isn't really like the little bits they have their acting isn't any worse than like these these other people <laughs> you know what I mean? mm-hmm. yeah 
but it all works uh, to its yeah. It's like they they uh, fucking uh, they do a good joke earlier where she's like fucking they had to redo the take and like she's like not interested in the second take and it's like kind of like oh is that why the acting's so bad because like fucking like shit like this happens and it's just fucking it, it works. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. I like it. Yeah, there's our there's our girl Chasey Lane. She looks awesome in that tied up uh, whatever T-shirt. I guess we should By the say. Way, what exactly is the Orgasmo logo on this shirt? There, it's just an O with like a lightning bolt in it. But the the stitching is like so shitty and homemade. The costume. I couldn't tell if it was just like an O and then like come. Like fucking. Oh, it could be come. I never thought of it. like it could be like a, 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 a what do you call it a rope of cum shooting across the O. Yeah, I don't know. I can't tell. It could be. What's funny is, if I said that on any other movie, it'd be like, no, it's not. But now it is. Did you ever hear that uh, that song from Bloodhound Gang, The Ballad of Chasey Lane? I don't think so. Yeah, it was actually kind of one of their more popular early songs. And like basically it goes, it's like the guy fantasizing about meeting her and having sex with her. And he's like, he's like, you've had a lot of dick. I've had a lot of time. You had a lot of dick, but you haven't had mine. It's like one of those type songs. Oh, yeah. Which one's she? Is she the, the one, one yeah, with the white t-shirt tied up. The one with darker hair. And then they're the both pretty Stacy. Julie yeah, they're both pretty Stacy, honestly. Very Stacy. Both very Stacy. You know what's weird, though? Like, when I first watched this movie... You know, and like they they end up like uh, Orgasmo and Chota Boy end up becoming like real life crime fighters. I thought they were gonna make like like cooler like realistic versions of like their porn costumes, but they really just wear like some I don't know like some bonded shit that really doesn't look superhero at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I think it just doubles as like a costume because they end up debuting it at a costume party or like dance like club. So yeah. it's just kind of whatever they they had to put on to fit in there. Yeah. <laughs> Jam. I, I guess we should talk about uh, Ron Jeremy's costume. He's the villain of the orgasmo porn film Jizzmaster Zero, and he's basically naked with his dick out. But on his forehead, he does have like a, a, a white circle, which is I guess is supposed to be the zero. And then he has a blue uh, M and a red J. It says so. It's like if you look at it, the symbol is like Jizzmaster Zero. Amazing. Fucking big Chad. That the probably like that's the fucking role that's gonna be etched on his tombstone. Yeah, I think if, we, if he's lucky, <laughs> unless they just put fucking rapist on. Him, like oh no, he'll, you know what will happen is he'll die in prison in a couple years, and um, like like there will be like a sudden like reckoning because like at the time right and like in the nineties like he kind of like had a second like you know I don't I'm sure he had some fame because of porn, but like. He had this, like, I don't know what you would call it, like, pop culture phenomenon. Like, he would always be on shit like Howard Stern and just goofy mm-hmm. shit like that. And people, people like, there was this whole, I mean, just like the, the porno documentary we were talking about. Like, it was this thing of, like, a whole generation of men grew up watching Ron Jeremy and everybody was nostalgic. That will come back after he's died. And, you know, same with Harvey Weinstein. Like, once he's dead for about five or six years, people will be like, you know what, though? He produced Pulp Fiction, and Pulp Fiction's pretty good. Like, that will happen. Watch. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mm-hmm. mean, already, look at Bill Cosby. I mean, those reruns of the Cosby show came back real quick. We're, we're cucked by the by the uh, the rapists. We're exactly. cucked by them. See, look at that. Look at that. Fucking right when she gets to the good part, they cut. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking, 
I would have been like, I would love see. I remember seeing this as a kid, being like, "Is this a real job? Can yeah. I get the stunt cock job?" Hell yes. You can if you have a giant dick that can ejaculate seven times a day. But fucking amazing. Uh, you know what's funny is like I remember hearing like a couple years ago that there was like a trend where they were injecting saline into their <laughs> testicles. Did you hear all that? I, I heard it was more like into the shaft, but then again, I'm kind of like, well, how would that even work? Because then your real jizz would push out the fake jizz, but wouldn't the fake jizz just be leaking out the whole time? I don't know. It's so fucking weird to think about. I can't imagine doing that. Holy shit. Well, they got to the point, too, where like the guys were just sitting there holding these big fake rubber penises that like never, like they looked fake, and then like they would just like shoot buckets out. You ever see one of those? I have. Yeah, it's like who thought of that shit? It's so obviously fake. Why? Why is this the thing they wanted? Like we need fucking. The, well, we've done all the analytics. We found out yeah. all the people watching. They love that cum shot, man. We need to make it bigger. We need to make it bigger. We need to fucking inject saline in your testicles, and you'll just nut it out. Fucking like, who thinks of that? Fuck. I heard just thinking of that. Amazing. <laughs> Well, here's the scene where uh, I like that they didn't cut this scene out because it's easily a scene that could have been cut for time, but it wasn't. Where he meets the older lady on the porn set and he's trying to tell her about the Book of Mormon, and she just tells mm-hmm. him about how she's the only one that does DVDA, which is double vaginal, double anal. Which I don't. I, I should have looked it up, but like, does that even exist? Like, how would that even be possible? How would you stack like all these guys on top of each other to get in there? You know what I mean? Apparently it is a thing. Uh, I I always thought like that should have been like the fucking thing that came out after DVD, like oh slightly yeah. better audio, like fucking like you know like oh this is a DVD but we gave you a better audio track this time. Fucking that that would have really took off. Well, it it actually did, Zach. There there, there was once DVD became popular as a a movie format, they tried to come out with a CD. For, it was basically CDs, but it was you know dvd audio so it was technically dvda but they 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 in order to you know not have confusion with double vaginal double anal they did market as dvd dash audio i actually have a couple of them They're, they sound that, really awesome was that like the uh fucking uh the uh, the ones that came with the movie on one side and then the soundtrack on the other or is that different no thing? it's it, it's different it's it, it like you buy it and it looks like the like the case everything because a lot of them were just reissues of things that had already come out of cds so like the i have like stone Temple pilots first album like it just looks like a regular cd but then i have some overseas ones like like motorhead and other ones where they they come in, it's not even a dvd case but it looks more like a dvd case but it's like clear but yeah so it was like a short-lived format but like you think about it, like CD been around forever, and like the quality was kind of you know not the best. Like, you know, DVD technology even now is still like so whatever. Before we went to streaming, they should have like made DVD audio like decks for your cars and shit. And like, I wish it would have took off. It just never did. And they tried to do the same thing with Blu-ray audio, which still technically exists, but only like, you know, mm. it's like unknown bands, and you pay thirty dollars for their Blu-ray album, and it's like. It's just for people who have high-end shit and, you know, $50,000 speakers and shit like that. But Fucking amazing. The, the, the dead formats. Yeah. I, I, they never cease to amaze me. Fucking, I don't know. I, I, DVDA. I didn't know that. It's I know. It, 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 it's not a sham either, too, because um, on those discs, I mean, obviously some are better than others. Like, there's some live albums that, you know, are kind of rough because they're live. But, like, the actual studio ones... <laughs> Like, you can tell the huge difference. Like, it, it is way better quality. 
Sorry, I was laughing at the movie there. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, the, so the, I guess the Asian guy who runs the sushi bar, that was actually their friend in real life, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just hanging out, eating, and then, like, these fucking mafioso-type characters come in to, like, hey, pay the toll, and fucking start breaking shit. And one of them pulls a bunch of, like, fucking, uh, cute, what are they, like, toothpicks? Toothpicks, yeah. <laughs> start snapping, snapping them, and they're, like, they're, like, reacting, like, oh. Oh, it's so dumb. Yeah. So dumb. Who wrote this movie? I know. It's it's <laughs> like, you know that it's funny too because that's like a fine line. It's it, it's like I think the best double feature you could ever show in a movie theater would be Orgasmo and Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Fucking, oh, there's a couple I could. Have you ever see Freaks? No, I still never really seen that. I seen parts you of it. To. You need to watch it. It is kind of like this. If you're in the mood for an orgasm type movie, watch Freaked, the fucking Alex Winter directed. Yeah. It actually has Bill and Ted in it because fucking Keanu Reeves shows up uncredited. It does. And you have to, have to guess who he plays fucking when you watch it. That's a fun movie, though. Well, this this is Christmas morning, and I guess we should tell people if you're listening to this on Christmas morning and you have HBO Max, you can see the Reeves starring in The Matrix again. I, I kind of want to watch it, even though I, I, I've never been a huge fan of the first one, but, like, I appreciated it, and I didn't... I don't remember any, any of the sequels. Yeah, I just rewatched them, because I have some ancient Blu-rays, and, like, they look like crap for the most part, but uh, I just rewatched them, and uh, the first one's better than I remember it. The second one, I thought, was always the the better of the sequels, but rewatching it, I don't know, like, it didn't... It was, it was pretty, like, I don't know... Parts two and three are pretty much just giant chase movies, mm. but uh, yeah. But I rewatched them so I could be ready for the new Reeves. Now this porn girl is actually just a regular actress pretending to be a porn girl. Like according to the commentary, this was Trey Parker's girlfriend at the time. She's pretty Stacy, like big Stacy, big Stacy. We thought we were gonna see her boobies, and then she fucking she flipped over and broke her neck. Exactly. How often does that happen? How that that's happened to me at least eight times. No, we're 29 minutes, Zach, into an hour and 32-minute movie, and finally the plot is actually going to happen. Because up to this point, it's just been porn hijinks. But now the real <laughs> plot's going to come out where we're going to find out Chota Boy, he, like, he made some allusions to being a scientist, but we turn, it turns out he really is a scientist. And he has a secret layer where he's working on all these like, high-tech uh, gadgets. And like to me, like this scene like, is really like where the movie like, really starts like picking up speed. This scene here? <laughs> yeah. Where he shows him his fucking uh, shrine to the hamster. Yeah. This seems like something that, like, fucking, uh, they, they wrote in just, like, fucking, the, just put something that's totally absurd. Like, like in the first draft, this wasn't here. And then, like, they were, like, fucking, had something really fucking absurd in that scene. And, like, fucking have him, like, describe, like, just this weird fucking thing, have a flashback to when he was a kid. And fucking, like, it, it's genius. I love this. And it's like the kind of humor, like, it's, it doesn't even really fit with the rest of the humor of this movie. Like, this this scene seems like something that would have been in, like, Dumb and Dumber or something at the time. Imagine, like, uh, acting this, too. Like, how many yeah. layers of irony? How did, Like, should I play it straight? Am I playing, like, a guy who thinks he's given a really, like, crazy speech? Yeah. It's like... <laughs> the, the bad mustache on the dad. Yeah. 
so fucking stupid. I love it. Well, what's great is he, basically the joke is he's he's giving this emotional teary-eyed thing about about when the day he decided to practice hamster style kung fu, and it's literally the a flashback. He decided to, he swore off. Oh, of swore off! Yeah, to never do hamster style again. And he's just a little kid eating a bowl of cereal, and he says like, "Dad, I'm not going to do hamster style anymore." And the dad's reading the paper and goes, "Okay, son." And me, but then we cut back and he's crying over the flashback. <laughs> His dad didn't even notice he told no. him that. <laughs> it's like, I can't do it because I made a promise to my father. Yeah. And then, like, his dad barely even gave a shit. Like, here's where he shows him. He's like, I've been working on it. This is a real-life orgasma radar. Raider. Yeah, he made it work. He made it work. And he's just like, holy shit. Fucking... And, and it actually does work. If <laughs> I was thinking, like, this... You know how when you're a kid and you think, like, man, if I had one superpower, what would it be? This wouldn't be, like, a fucking... It would be fun to have this and just go about, like, go on some wacky adventures at, at school yeah. or fucking... I'm going to take the school out of it because that just makes it feel weird. Fucking as adults doing this would be fun. It would be fun to go to a college campus where everybody's o- over 18, we'll say that. Exactly, exactly. All the fucking of-age goth uh, cuties. I know. I like, too, how it's, like, actually, like, a functioning mechanical prop. Like, when he puts his on his arm, those, like, spikes clamp down and it powers up. This is, like, Freddy Krueger frilly, uh, uh, fucking, uh, handcuffs back there. Fucking Freddy Krueger's gonna fucking, gonna fucking, he's gonna give you some discipline. He's gonna fucking chain you to the wall. By the way, I love that, like, this is actually, like, his tech workshop and everything. And, like, he's got all these, like, computer parts and shit everywhere. But he still has, like, dildos hanging in the back. <laughs> who, just, who did the set design on this movie? Uh, <laughs> they win any awards. So, so now this changes the whole movie. And this tells you the brilliance of the writing of this movie. That the whole movie changes, the plot changes. Because they have a real-life functioning laser shooter that makes people come in their pants. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, like, fucking... Like he he did it to his boy Chota, and he's like fucking you're you're fucking with me, and then he knows try it try it you can shoot yourself anywhere in your body, and so he shoots himself on the leg, and then it fucking it turns into a ball and shoots up to his dick, and he does a big cum. Exactly. And it, it fucking works, and then like uh, as we see here, he can just keep fucking shooting people repeatedly, and they'll they'll yeah. keep doing it, they'll keep going. You know what it reminds me of, like in in relation to like you know modern days, like you ever see those like girls that get on camera. And they have that pink thing inside of them, and then the the people on the the whatever web web chat like they pay money, and when you pay money, it makes the thing vibrate. So like, there's these funny videos of girls like literally acting like they're acting here, where they're just like coming all over and they're falling down and falling out of the chair because the the fucking pervs watching are just sitting there <laughs> pumping in ten dollars to make the thing vibrate nonstop. That's genius. What's great. It, it, what's better though, if it's actually working or if it's just like she's she's putting it on to keep them like fucking yeah. keep yeah. paying them. Keep it. <laughs> I mean, it gets to the point where like yeah, it looks it looks like they're always being like electrocuted more than they're having sexual pleasure. Amazing, amazing. What fucking? We live in a great world. People talk about how like we've gotten fucking like. Like, people, they get low T, and they're like, fucking, oh, the good moral decay of America. It's like, fuck you. Like, this is amazing. If you don't agree, then why don't you... This is America. Why don't you just get the fuck out if you disagree? Exactly. Because the thing is, everybody thinks we've gone low T and so overly politically correct. But that's only if you're on Twitter. If you go anywhere else on the internet, it just everybody's coming everywhere. 
Exactly. It's a beautiful thing. It's a exactly. beautiful. People will come on Twitter too. Well, you just got nowhere to look. It's funny that like they shoot this police officer as like arresting <laughs> a guy, and it makes them like have anal sex with the with the the perpetrator. That's usually what I do. Anytime I come, I just I grab something at him and I'll yeah. just start fucking just uh, mounting it and fucking humping that shit. The, she does it too. Yeah, the old lady on the walker who's just coming and like riding it like a bronco and shit. Like that's so over the top. Like that's what makes it feel like a great classic comedy movie where they just hold on a joke too long to where it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> that, <laughs> but, but it's just funny what... that they're carrying it forever. That's, that's what I felt like when I was watching. I was like, "That's the most normie joke in the movie." They yeah. they shot that just for the trailer. I yeah. guarantee that shot's in the trailer. Yeah. That's a big laugh at the trailer right before it says "orgasmo." Coming through. I don't know why too, but like the porn director guy, like I love his greasy slick back hair. Mm-hmm. Here's mm-hmm. another joke you couldn't get away with: is is the lady who's like really overweight, and then he has to come in and like she mounts him pretty much and rides him. What is her name again? I don't remember. Hogzilla? Is that yeah, what I think it's Hogzilla. Something like that. But but meanwhile, as a sign of things to come, Trey Parker dubs in her voice, and it's almost like a Cartman-type voice. Apparently, uh, he didn't tell her, because he didn't know at the time, he didn't tell yeah. the lady that he was going to dub over her voice. <laughs> and he felt bad. <laughs> and I don't know if he was like he, he said like at the premiere he felt really bad he thought she's gonna be pissed and he overdubbed her voice but I don't think she said anything about it. I always wonder about that and like you know not to get too low T here on the orgasmo Christmas morning edition but uh, I always wonder how people feel about themselves who are like just cast as like like it's one thing if you're just like an overweight guy but you're funny and you're you got a lead role but those people that are like they're no name actors they're basically background actors and they hire them to come in for one scene and be and just make fun of their fatness. Yeah. Because there's, like, a lot of movies that do that. Like, how, how do you feel after you shoot, shoot that scene? I mean, you got to have a good sense of humor, but it's like... You know. Yeah. You got to... The paycheck probably helps. Yeah. <laughs> Living, having to fucking eat. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I guess we should take two. We should finally mention Matt Stone's uh, character. Yeah. He kind of has, like, a really... Almost like a cameo character that just keeps popping up for, like, a second here and there. But he was, like, I remember the first time I saw the movie, I kept laughing at him, like, nonstop. Because he's clearly, like, a parody of, like, Boogie Nights, Philip Seymour Hoffman. How that guy is, like, always, like, complimenting the uh, the guys. And then finally, at one point, like, Philip Seymour Hoffman kisses Marky Mark and tells him he's in love with them. And, like, mm-hmm. that's kind of who Matt Stone is. He's just always complimenting the guys. And then eventually gets to the point, and he's like, I don't want to sound like a homo or nothing, but you got a great ass. <laughs> Exactly. I always wondered, like, what, like I always thought, like, what if he's based on one of a friend, a friend that, like, you know, like, yeah, they had growing up that would always say, like, fucking, I don't want to sound queer or anything, but like, fucking, like, and then just, but then it gets more and more, like, fucking, like, I, dude, I think you, you just might be gay, fucking, uh, and he just, he just can't bring it out, fucking, he's got to let that that shit out, babe, yeah. you know, let that shit out. I always liked that though, and fucking pressing the copies. The orgasm on VHS. I need that tape. I need that oh, tape. That would be the best uh, prop ever. You know what I mean? Exactly. You think that like you put it in and it works? Probably not. No. Like I guarantee you those boxes were just empty. They probably didn't even have blank tapes in them. But oh, um, exactly. since this is Christmas morning, Zach, I'm finishing up right now. Guess what I'm drinking on Christmas morning? What you drinking, baby? Mountain Dew gingerbread snapped. 
Amazing. Amazing. Hell yeah. Because they might not be listeners of the other program where I where I, I advertise this. What this is, people, is this is a Mountain Dew with a blast of artificial gingerbread flavor. Mm. And the can's got a beautiful festive uh, mural here, I would say, of gingerbread men with attitude. Some of them have mohawks, some of them have eye patches, and they're throwing snowballs, and they got gingerbread houses in the background. I love this. And it, if, you're, if you're wondering, I will answer. It does taste exactly like gingerbread cookies. Amazing. All right. Look at that. I love the, the movies. It's yeah. running up. Yes. Yeah, it's they like, show like, like the variety all-time box office 10. It's like Star Wars, E.T., and then Orgasmo. <laughs> That's so fucking dumb. I don't think know. that would ever happen. It's amazing, though. And I love I love the, the Orgasmo. He just hit it so big. It's like now it's a fucking action figure, and they're selling it. It's like they would never sell a fucking porno yeah. character. That's an action figure. And the porn director, he has like a big party to celebrate them hitting all time box office. And like at his mansion, he has a mariachi band, but he makes the mariachis play their guitars naked. Chad. Very Chad. They actually, uh, they, they kind of explained that joke earlier whenever they were doing the porno shot. The director's like, he, he's like, here's how I want a shot. I want a close up on the cock and at least pull out for an establishing shot. And his DP goes, genius. And it's like, fucking, <laughs> I always laugh at that because it's like the most fucking like simple idea for it's like every porno has that in there, but they just did it. They they were fucking zoomed in on the mariachi band and then they slowly zoom out and then you realize he's, they're naked. Very Chad. Yeah. Well, like the thing is, too, is like I know this movie came out after um, uh, Boogie Nights, but I do because I mean, the Matt Stone guy's got to be clearly influenced by it, but like a lot of the other parts isn't like they could have really, and I think it would have hurt the film if they would have made this like a direct Boogie Nights ripoff, which in a way I guess it still kind of is about this Mormon guy, or whatever. But like, I was just curious, like how much, because that's what it reminded me of at the time that I saw it. How much I never, I didn't see Boogie Nights till way later. Probably, I probably watched that for the first time like three years ago, which is fucking crazy. I love this scene. Yeah, the the mobsters come back to uh, fight the uh, beat up the the Japanese sushi guy. By the way, his name is G Fresh, which and oh, he's yeah. like a hip hop sushi uh, chef. Very Chad, very Chad, very. Uh, what's our, our boy from uh, WWF? Fucking, he's very wangster. What's oh, John, John Cena. Yeah, very John Cena. Hell yeah. Yeah, I always like too that you could tell how fake the uh, the sushi restaurant is. And, like, mm-hmm. even the part, like, later when when they go to, like, they show up and they see that the guy got his, um, you know, sushi bar all wrecked. Like, they sit down to eat sushi. And there's, like, broken glass everywhere. And there's just sushi on a plate or something in front of them. You can tell the sushi is plastic. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm laughing at the movie. <laughs> yeah, another great joke. They're, they're hitting him in the head with a baseball bat trying to kill him. And then they cut to G Fresh, and he just has a small cut on his cheek. Like a little favor. And, like, they keep throwing him at the wall, and it just cuts to a fucking dummy. Yeah, the dummy. And he never Later gets on, hurt. Like... <laughs> the, the scene right here where the dummy almost, like, the head almost, like, turns all the way around. I know. It's, like, unnatural looking at some point. Fucking, I, yeah, I always love this scene. Very Jed. Now, I know you're not a big superhero fan. Uh, Zach, uh, I'm I'm starting to kind of get burned out on myself because they're you know the the they're making so many so quick. But what I used to like 
about superhero movies when they didn't make them too often is like you had the 70s superhero movies and you had the 80s superhero movies. There was only a couple, and then you had the 90s. Well, gee, fresh. <laughs> There's where it was. Yeah, where is dumb. that? <laughs> but uh, what I used to like about the superhero movies is like they always, like each decade, the superhero movies had their own style. And uh, I think this one is actually like. Like, I think this really works as a superhero movie, even though it's, like, a porn comedy. Like, like I think this is very, uh, you know, comparable to the, uh, you know, the genre is kind of dying out around this time. I think you just had, like, shitty movies like Steel, Shaquille O'Neal, and other things like that. But, like, I don't know. Like, like I really like this movie. Like, I would consider this a superhero movie for sure, like, in the genre, even though it is, like, a goofy comedy. Like, how do you think it compares to other superhero movies? I, I think I would I could consider it too like it, it kind of does uh fucking jingle all the way does it the same way where they introduce a character and the fucking uh, the the dad becomes the character like fucking uh, not a lot of movies do that uh-uh. like uh, yeah like it, it seems like a, an hour and 30 minutes just isn't enough to like establish a franchise in a movie universe and then make us care about the character from that franchise and it's like fucking uh, they both do it and I like the, both those movies Fucking big chad. Yeah, like, like that's what, I guess that's what kind of separates me from a lot of other superhero whatever fans. Is a lot of people always complain about the first movie. They go, oh, it's the origin movie. You gotta sit through all the boring parts about why the guy becomes a hero. But to me, those are my favorite because I actually like that the, that those movies have a story and it's not just about stopping a villain. It's also about how the hero gets created. You know what I mean? I always thought the origin story for the superheroes was probably like yeah the more inter- interesting thing yeah, yeah. fucking and then it just get gets annoying when they keep telling you the origin story like that's the only story you know like fucking now make some movies where they're not telling us that exactly I always wanted to get the poster for this because it's so funny how the 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 whatever like. Uh the group of Mormon guys standing behind him on the poster, like, they just look like a Photoshop clone job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, instead of just getting ten guys, like, in a row, it looks like they just clone the same guy. Chad. I know. And then, like, I'm looking at the poster now. Like, Julie Ashton's in it, but then another blonde is in it who I think is not even in the movie. Mm-hmm. I guess they couldn't get Chasey Lane to come shoot the poster. See, look right here. It, it, uh, every, every time I watch this, it almost seems like they fucking they do a good job at like explaining like uh, the difference between like RoboCop and then RoboCop Two. All of a sudden, it seems more comic booky for yeah. some reason. For some reason, it seems like fucking uh, something about the way they're pert- even though like the first movie like seems stupid too. For some yeah. reason, I always think of RoboCop and RoboCop Two when I'm watching this movie. Like, oh yeah, Orgasmo was like RoboCop and RoboCop Two. It's like Orgasmo too, because this guy seems like fucking uh, a kid. Basically, this guy seems as goofy as a child who runs a street gang. Yeah. Amazing. You know what's funny too is as a kid, or like throughout my most of my adult life, also like until the last time I watched it doing a commentary, I thought I always thought that that kid was supposed to be his son. Really? His son grew up. Yeah, I don't know why. That would be weird. <laughs> I always thought it was weird. Like, why do they do some weird Jason-esque thing where, like, the, the kid looks different in different scenes? Like, you know, like in uh, Friday the 13th Part 8, like, uh, some of the scenes he looks like an Asian kid. Some of the season he looks like uh, he's, he's like a fucking, um, uh, what's that called? Fucking uh, uh, caveman Jason when he's under the water pulling at her. Fucking, like, he looks like a caveman there. What's going on? Very, very weird. 
and then, and then he's got normal hair at the end. It, it just doesn't make any sense. It is weird. I guess the thing that I think is hilarious is like they established that you know, Orgasmo became one of the top grossing, not just porn films, but films all the time. So they got to make a sequel right away, right? And like you're saying, like I love that they make the distinction that like even though the first Orgasmo was a piece of shit, like the sequel is just even shittier and dumber. And, like, you had Jizzmaster Zero in the first one, and now you have Neutered Man, who, like, even his costume and the way he weird, moves around in a weird way, he kind of reminds me of the putties from Power Rangers. Hell yeah. And fucking Jizzmaster or er, Neutered Man is genius because his fucking orgasm raider won't work on him, though. Yeah, because he doesn't have balls that shoot cum. Exactly. So he escapes. Neutered Man escapes. <laughs> yeah, so here's here's how you see the quality is dipping the the uh, the the stunt cock now because you know Trey Parker's character doesn't want to do the actual sex. They're bringing the stunt cock orgasmo, and, and now for the sequel, it's just a black guy. So it's obvious that it's a stunt double at this point, or a cock double, I should say. Exactly. It's like how how wasn't anybody gonna notice? And he's just like fucking. Uh, oh well. Yeah. <laughs> like, he basically. I always forget when I watch this too because it, it kind of implies that like. Uh, the 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 me the bad guy fucking porno director might have like never intended on paying our boy. Yeah. But then like because it's like oh yeah I fucking I sent it out and he's just like oh I still didn't get it so you think he's just, uh, every time I watch it I'm like does he get him to do like two like movies yeah <laughs> without paying him but then like this time watching it they're at the party and he said like oh here's the rest of that money anyway. but it's like i don't know if it ever clarified that was from from doing the movies or if that was just something else i, I assume it's from doing the movies so he yeah. must have paid them yeah because like he was just like in the original scene in the beginning of the movie when he's trying to convince him and he's like oh i can't do a pornographic film i'm a mormon he's like oh like he keeps upping the price ten thousand fourteen thousand finally twenty thousand gets him to do it and, like, you kind of understand at the time, like, okay, maybe he was just scamming him at the time because, you know, just to get him to shoot the movie and then, like, oh, he probably doesn't have the money. But, like, once the movie grosses, like, $100 million, you think he would just pay him the 20000 to get him to come back, you know what I mean? But, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, does he or does he not? It's not clear. Like, I think it's just one of those boy <laughs> band fucking things where it's, like, see, look at all the broken glass and the girl's picking up the plastic sushi and giving it to him. But I think it's just, yeah, look at him holding that fucking plastic sushi. But uh, I think it's just one of those things that, like, um, it's like, like, boy bands, like, where they gross millions, and it's like, oh, guys, here's your first big check, 3000 Don't worry, there'll be another one coming, and it's just like, oh, yeah, they got delayed, but, you know, it's going through taxes and stuff, and you'll get another, your next check will be 300000 not just 3000 and then it's just mm-hmm. like, it never comes, and it's like, well, here's another check for 10000 it's like, but meanwhile, the band's made, like, $60 million already. Amazing. I mean, I gotta be one of these guys. I I found my. I did not find my calling. Sometimes, like sometimes, I'm watching documentaries about cult leaders that fucking that had sex cults and shit. I'm like, dude, that was my calling. What the fuck? And but then like hearing shit like that. That you see that poster behind him? That looked like fucking Book of Shadows font. It did. Which font? I noticed they got some in the in the sushi place. They got some weird like rap posters up. Like there's like a Raekwon poster and everything. Chad. I thought that guy had body tattoos, but he just had one of those fucking skin-tight things that you can get at Walmart for your arms and shit. The one guy in line had a fucking, uh, what do you call it, dog leash on. Chad. Yeah, why does he wear the dress shirt over top of, like, the leather or pleather? 
thing. Because you you gotta have you, you, you fucking uh, you gotta have something you can remove easily. Yeah. But then once you take it off, it's like it, the the whole outfit is just completely changed. Like he looks like you could see him at a supermarket right now. But then he takes that <laughs> off, and it's like oh fucking never mind. He's a he's a fucking sex crazed fucking orgasmo shooting fucking like he's gonna shoot me and make me come big cum fountains. You know, shoot up some big cum clouds all up in all up in this place. You're probably too young to remember this, Zach, but it, around the time this movie came out, I like late mid to late nineties. I remember I would go see like rock bands, like Filter and stuff, and like the guys, like they wouldn't have that shirt part of it, but but they for a while there, like their pants, everybody was wearing those pleather pants like that, and they were like usually silver or like uh, shiny blue, like they were wearing pants just like fucking Trey Parker's wearing there. And Just um, a picture of Trey Parker right now going, Can't you trip like I do? Fucking Jed. Or right. Jed. See, look, Chota Boy has like a, a dildo that opens doors. Jed. I mean, he's, he's got, got that. He's got the lockpick cock. That lockpick cock. That's yeah. what they needed to add. Remember, like, the fucking, those dank ass Tom Clancy Splinter Cell games? Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I got that, trying to pick a lock. I don't remember it telling you how to do it. I don't remember telling you a tutorial. You just had to guess. And I was like, if fucking, <laughs> I remember I never could do it. And I had to take the game back. But if that fucking, if, if they had that lock pit cock, I would have been like more eager to keep fine. I got to oh, find yeah. out what happens when you crack that thing. Does it jizz into the lock? Hell yeah. It'd be funny if like you stick it in, but then like the little tip <clears> part, but then you have to like stroke the, the shaft to get it to unlock mm-hmm. the door. Oh yeah. Well, you just gave him a big um. It's funny too because like Chota Boy is like so much smaller than everybody else, but he's actually a good fighter. Like he's beating when, everybody up. When he uh, fucking put his hands up, like a vein came up in his forehead, and it looked just like the flux capacitor. Oh wow! Oh and yeah, that, see that right guy. there, that guy with the ponytail. This guy makes time travel possible. We need to hire this actor. We need to hire him. Fucking uh, we'll probably cut his head off. We'll have to use it for science. Like you're gonna have to die for science. We're gonna cut your head off. We're gonna fucking uh, we're gonna harness those fucking uh, those uh, those dank ass veins because it makes the flux capacitor possible. And Chota Boy has a dildo that shoots a grappling hook, kind of like Batman. I like this one. He mm-hmm. Chota Boy just he's got the guy on his knees and he just keeps beating him in the face with a big like floppy rubber dildo. <laughs> right there, <laughs> pushing it in his face. Like okay. Yeah. This is so fucking stupid. <laughs> but whenever I saw rock bands wearing those vinyl pants, pleather pants, I was like, how do you play a show? Like, your whole fucking everything, your ass, your balls has to be so sweaty in that fucking thing. Because mm. their hair <laughs> would be sweaty, their bodies would be sweaty by the end of the show. It's like, how do you not get fucking yeast infections in your ass crack? This was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this got the biggest laugh out of me in the theater the first time I saw it. I remember when Chota Boy, they jump off the balcony and he just goes, look out, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> fucking genius I would have loved to see this in the theater uh, fucking, was it a packed theater or no it was it, it was uh, like because it was NC-17 I was going to say we had to see it at like an art house theater and it was like it's called the Esquire in Cincinnati it's still there but um, yeah just like that, that even though it was close to the University of Cincinnati it was like one of those things where it's like almost only just older people showed up to it so I don't think the real crowd for this knew where to go find this movie in the theater. So like I, you know, we went during the week, which we always did. But like, yeah, me and my dad went to see it. And like, I'm pretty fucking sure we were either the only ones in there. There was like only two other people in there. 
You said older people came to see that. I was almost expecting like elderly people showing up to watch Orgasmo. Well, I, I, would, I remember it was annoying. I would go to that theater and there would be like really elderly people to the point where like then they would just like wander into like after I guess after their movie finished, they would just sneak into the other movies. I remember mm-hmm. sitting there watching Buffalo 66 by myself. And there was like some old lady and some old man, and then people would do this. Sh- old people back then would do this shit um, in theaters, where like they would show up like an hour early to their movie or something, and then like they would like go and like fucking watch some other movie for like forty five minutes. Before I- and I remember sitting there and it was like watching this movie, and this like elderly lady and old man came in. And the elderly lady just they sat down like like literally just a couple seats away from me, and like the fucking lady was like so confused and shit and just yakking. I'm like, what the? I'm like, this ain't even your fucking movie, lady. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I can't imagine being that person that fucking I know. starts a movie, walks over to another. Like, you're you're not you're not seeing two movies now in the pri- in like the same span as it takes to watch one. You're seeing none. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> what the fuck? It is lame. Like the. Yeah, his girlfriend just fucking like completely shocked him and showed up to the house like fucking we're gonna hang out and it's like now he's got to hide all the fucking uh, sh- references around his house like he he won an award for the yeah, fucking the porn for, the, for, <laughs> for orgasmo fucking big Chad that ward had a big dick too had a big dick oh yeah that little statue guy mm-hmm. his religious girlfriend is actually pretty Stacy in all honesty like. Easy. It's hard to compete with all the porn girls that are in it, but yeah, this this actress is pretty pretty good looking. Big Stacy. It looks Big like he glued, super glued the Jesus head back on the statue when it broke earlier. Exactly. You have to fucking it might kill you now. Fucking. We need to make a movie about a like a yeah like a fucking a, a Jesus statue and like some kid like it could be the big bad atheist kid. Like oh we could do that we could we could play up on the like fucking the kind of the after school special thing it's like the big bad atheist kid like oh you got a Jesus statue that's stupid and he fucking smacks it the head breaks off and it's like now Jesus is like the statue is fucking it wants revenge and shit it could be like a living doll movie and like all this shit rolled into one that guy kind of looked like Mark O'Malley yeah he used he to uh, do guts guts there's Chasey Lane as Lobster Girl oh. that looks like a cool character. Oh. Very safe. A woman dressed as a lobster. I've never seen that before. I guess they're supposed to be like underwater in this scene. It's pretty interesting. Fucking, uh, she's she's a sexy Mr. Krabs. She's a sexy Mr. Krabs. Oh, here comes the. No, the ass got in the way. Couldn't see her breasts. (laughs) Exactly. Fucking uh, this guy. How how much do you want to fucking uh, kill this guy for for walking in front of the camera right there? Putting his ass right. It's funny too, like there was that scene earlier, like Neuter Man, like he, he's like a villain in real life. He's not just an actor playing the villain, like he's like a villain in real life. Like he's trying to uh, force the other girl in the sex she doesn't want and all this stuff. And like he forces the crew to put their heads by his ass and he farts on their faces. Like who does mm-hmm. that? Exactly. He's fucking, he's relentless. Mm-hmm. And like who, who's this fucking like uh, just full of himself? Like to where it's like fucking he's using the fact that like his character in the movie is, is neutered. So like, hell yeah. Like now you ain't going to win bit. Like fucking now I'm the, the big Chad. Like I'm going to win the movie. It's like fucking nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Here he cups his farts and throws them in people's faces, but it's just like, yeah, yeah it's like, you're not the hero. You're going to fucking lose. Have you ever tried to cup your fart and throw it in someone's face? 
No, I haven't. Like, I bet it probably works, but... I watched this movie at a young enough age to where I had to immediately try it after seeing that. And I have done it multiple times throughout my life. And I'm not happy because, like, I realized watching it as an adult, that was just supposed to be, like, the most fucking, like, who does that kind of shit. But seeing it as a kid, you don't realize that. So it's like, fucking, that became part of, like, my hijinks growing up. And it's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, there we had a Quaker parents there by Chota Dog. Chota Boy has a dog now in the Orgasmo too, and it's a dog with just a cape on and a dildo on its head. We're seeing uh, as she's in the the video store, and we saw the classic section, and it had fucking it had a Dolph Lundgren movie, it had it had fucking a. Uh, 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 basically, uh, he put in the Toxic Avenger as a fucking uh, salute to uh, Lloyd Kaufman, who put out his first movie. And is in this movie at the end of the movie. I remember, I remember me and my buddy around this time rented a Cannibal the Musical. It was very hard to get through. It is. It's like a fucking. I I, I want to watch it again. I I remember like finishing it one time and being like fucking. Yeah, it seemed like fucking. These two chicks are very Stacy too. Yeah, these two the, chicks the are Japanese very Stacey. girls. Yeah. It seemed like uh the, they were honing in on their like comedy and like yeah. uh the goodness. And like fucking, but it just like it, it fell flat. And like, fucking. yeah, we should say it was a student film. In all fairness, so they made mm-hmm. it in college, and it just a student film that ended up getting into film festivals. And of course, our boy Lloyd Coffin, he'll put anything out, so he put it out. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty ambitious. It kind of is like what you know, like the South Park movie. Like it, we, they wrote songs for it, and they recorded mm-hmm. songs for it, and built it around. But yeah, it's uh, the songs. I don't remember them being very good. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, the only one I remember is about a snowman, and I just remember watching it, thinking, "Why is there a song about a snowman happening?" That's probably the only reason I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> I I swear, because I remember hearing about it. I guess when the video came out, I swear, I read because it, I swear in Fangoria, I read like a video review of the VHS because they used to have this little section called the Video Eye of Doctor Cyclops, and it was like a little section. It was like literally half a page, but it had these little squinty tiny font articles that were like maybe two three pages no, no i'm sorry not two three two three paragraphs of like these reviews of these obscure movies are on video and i swear to god i read a review of it and then so like that's why when they came out south park i was like oh yeah they're the guys who did cannibal like whatever you know what i just realized that costume wouldn't be hard to pull off if you're a cosplayer no no that wouldn't be hard to pull off at all. Probably the hardest part would be making that sperm lightning bolt. <clears throat> and that wouldn't be hard either. No. <laughs> it's a very, uh, the only, the hardest part is just not knowing what the fuck you're making. Like, what yeah. is that supposed to be again? <laughs> Go to the convention. Everybody, nobody knows. Just look exactly. like a fake superhero. That'd be Chad. Yeah, Chota this, Boy wouldn't be too bad either. Chota, yeah, Chota Boy's got the cock rocket here. Mm-hmm. Oh, it flew across the stage. <laughs> Such a stupid fucking movie. And you know, it's funny, but meanwhile, like, fucking Robert Rodriguez was trying to do it for real and for Dust Till Dawn when, like, uh, Tom Zabini has that little dick gun come out. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why did you do that? Yeah. Why? And there's even it's such a worthless thing thing too. Like they had to like stage the action scene in Dust of Dawn to where like he has to be sitting in a chair and the vampire has to jump on top of him to where the the little dick gun sh- plops up and shoots her. Exactly. 
What a great fucking... It goes back to what we were saying earlier. We live in a great world, babe. Fucking, the, yeah. the reason this shit exists is amazing. That guy looked like uh, fucking Owen Wilson. He did. Or Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. I, lo- I love, too, that the stunt cock guy, he had, he had a threesome with the two Japanese girl. And you could tell he, they were laying side by side, and he just was, like, in the middle of them, like, humping them both somehow. He's having sex with the crease in between them. He's fucking, the, 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 like, the side of them at the same time. You know what's funny? Like, you know, remember, like, Skinamax movies? Like, some of them, they would get close up, and you would be like, man, this this guy must be, like, grinding his genitals on this girl. But, you know, like, a lot of them, like, they would be positioned in a way where, you like, penetration wouldn't even be possible. You could, you could do a great parody where, like, the people are just, like, humping the beds next to them and stuff, but it's just shot like it's supposed to be, like, a real sex scene. Yeah, I, I was, like, I was, like, the thought that, like, once I was old enough to realize, like, yeah, they're not really doing it. What's the point of this? Yeah. <laughs> Why does this exist? Well, also, too, when when you realize, like, what's the point? Because, I mean, I mean, women don't sit around and watch Skin and Max movies. It's just men. So it's, like... It's like, why don't, instead of just on this fake sex scene where they're showing the guy more than they're showing the girl, why don't they just show the girls, like, vacuuming topless or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, Am I going to get all five head right now and find out that, like, they know. They know who they're making it for. They know this is, like, kids in, like, grade school that are fucking staying up late. (laughs) We can't can't fuck them up too much. We can't fuck them up too much. We got to give them okay porn to to masturbate to. From that camera camera angle of her sitting in the chair, like dead on, like not here, but when it was showing her farther away from straight ahead, like she kind of looked like Scarlett Johansson. That was weird. ScarJo, love Scar. We stand with you, ScarJo. Fuck Disney. Get your money. Fuck Disney. I I, I I was saying fuck Disney before, but like you making it, you saying it too makes it even better. Exactly. Oh yeah. I'm very fuck Disney, and then after that, I'm I'm fuck Arrow. What What's your favorite uh, fucking ScarJo role? shit that's that's really hard to say like i wouldn't saw in the theater the the her very first movie manny and low about these two like she made it she was like eight years old nine years old but these two orphan girls are running away she peaked with home alone three i'm just gonna say it i'm just gonna drop it right there shit i didn't even know she was in that and i've actually seen home alone three um <laughs> i'm just playing i'm just playing I would say, I'm trying to think, there's a movie, and it's pretty obscure, where she plays a good role, called A Love Song for Bobby Long with John Travolta, where she's like this kind of girl who's like, she goes, like, she's just kind of like this white trash girl who has nowhere to go. She lives in this boarding house with these misfits. John Travolta is like this old, like, alcoholic guy running down, he's slowly dying. And then there's like a younger guy in it who's like, I think he wants to be a musician or something, or maybe she wants to be a musician. That was a pretty good movie. Um, maybe I really like her. I think my favorite Scar Joe, honestly, though, is Lost in Translation. And like, I don't know, it's just weird because like I remember when she was like in Manny and Low and Ghost World, and then all of a sudden, you know, she grew these uh these giant breasts, and then like Scar Joe was like the whatever girl. And I'm just like, I kind of remember when she was just a regular actress. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. She's, I, I like her though. She's pretty good. I also like Ghost in the Shell. I like uh, Under the Skin. Like she's good. Like I don't, I can't really. The perfect her. Scar Joe a movie to watch uh, during all this isolation we are feeling, and we're probably gonna feel for another year now. Uh, fucking uh, her with the uh, fucking walking. Oh, yeah. But you never fucking... get to see her though, unfortunately. 
yeah, she's an AI in that. Fucking a guy falls in love with an AI, which completely it, it completely fucking makes sense. Like fucking, you're that isolated and shit. Fucking, I've been wanting to watch that again. Yeah, I thought it was kind of ridiculous when I saw it, but uh, <laughs> for some reason my dad bought me a steelbook of it, so I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch this again eventually. I love Joaquin Phoenix as well. I want to walk in with him on a fucking long beach, fucking just, uh, you know, fucking flowers in our hair, fucking uh, kisses, all that shit, mm-hmm. fucking just hang out with Joaquin. Joaquin. By yeah. the way, I have a hot take on Joaquin, the Joker. Not one of his best roles. Fucking, uh, I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. I, fucking, I know everybody was blowing their nuts, but it was fucking, uh, I thought, like, yeah, it's good. It's good. Fucking, it's not a great movie though. I think I yeah. think uh, his role is fine. It's just kind of like uh, it's just it, it does just kind of rub off as like fucking, you know, Scorsese light. I mean, yeah, I think the movie lets him down more than he lets down the movie. I mean, I think he's committed emotionally and going for, but I just think the the script is so basic. Like the whole time you're watching it. You just know it's a crazy guy imagining all this shit in his head. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. before you get the twist, kind of, you know it. Mm-hmm. We, well, we're, we're meeting Sancho. Fucking, uh... Yeah. <laughs> the, the only other... Like, when I was, like, really hot to buy, like, direct... Or not even direct, but just DVDs in general. And there wasn't that many DVDs, you know, out. I bought this shitty made-for-home video shot on a shitty old Master P movie called The Last Dawn. And fucking mm. Sancho was the villain in it. The guy who plays Sancho. Fuck, well, did he ever call himself Sancho? I, yeah, I, I don't remember what his name was, but I remember he was supposed to be some type of a Latin guy like he is in this one, and he had, like, a really terrible, like, fucking Tony Montana-type accent. And then fucking mm. what was weird, too, Master P started trying to have a, uh, 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 um, what do you call it, Tony Montana accent. And I remember there was this terrible scene of Master P in this car, and like there was a slutty girl, and he, he was talking to somebody. He's like, he's like, yeah, man, that's how I made it. You driving in your car, you got a little bit of sucking, you got a little bit of fucking. What you say? <laughs> fucking Chad. See, why didn't he win an Oscar for that alone? Master P, the last on. Check it out. Fucking the Master P. Fucking he, he. You think he got his name because he got like a master fucking exquisite cock? Like it's just a masterwork. Oh yeah, he he has about twelve kids, so I would say that's definitely. Damn. Fucking yeah. do spray me with some of that magic seed, Master P. I also bought another direct-to-video rapper movie starring the Cash Money Millionaires called Baller Blocking. That's another classic. Hell yeah. That one's actually pretty watchable compared to the Master P. I don't know what the fuck I was doing back then. Just like. Mm-hmm. Fucking. I remember, like, remember uh, Polly Shore was in The Wash with fucking yeah. uh, Snoop Dogg and uh, and uh, Dr. Dre. Hell but that yeah. was, like, actually, like, a real movie that came out. It was, years. yeah. Uh, See, I can't even think of anything low grade as you did. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got some real doozies, like, like in the from the DVD days, just, just buying shit of just like, oh, this looks interesting, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it turned out it wasn't. But but in general, I'd say I have about a 90% blind buy ratio. I get surprised mm-hmm. with good shit. Going back to Star- ScarJo, as I was telling you the other night, I just watched her. Uh, I was telling you on the live stream, baby. I just watched her again in Black Daria. Hell yes. It's yeah. been a while since I've seen that. She's got a great role in that, too. If, if you do like ScarJo, because like, she's like a girl that one of the cops rescued from a prostitution ring. 
and she's mm-hmm. she's totally made up in the 1940s Stacy outfit, and she's always smoking a cigarette on uh, like one of those little cigarette holder things. Which, by the way, like I love. Uh, uh, I think ScarJo was one of those actresses. Like, if she, the whole vast majority of her early roles that got her fame, she was always a smoker, smoking on screen. I think her having that kind of classic look and smoking nonstop on screen helped catapult her into success. But now she got that Disney mm-hmm. money, you you'll never see her light up on camera again. You gotta fucking. They were like, that chick is a smoker. She's gonna die of cancer. We gotta make her famous quick. <laughs> yeah, get him in. Especially too, because smoking actually ruins your skin and your looks. So like, we gotta get her before she looks like a leather bag. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You think she just quit, or you think she's hiding it now? I think she quit because like I, I haven't like I haven't seen a real life picture of her smoking in probably close to ten years. Fucking hell, exactly. Oh. We're at the scene of the part of the movie now where fucking basically our boy, uh, he, he basically, yeah, we, we haven't even mentioned the, the, the bad guy in the movie. His name is Roy Orbison. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Max Orbison, but yeah. Max Orbison. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, he, he basically, he, he wants to fucking, he wants, uh, William Hung, uh, yeah. our boy, he called, that's his porno name. Fucking, he wants him to like make basically, uh, any fucking movie one. Like fucking, you're going to keep playing Orgasmo uh, till fucking Orgasmo 23 if I decide. And if like, basically our boy's like, fucking no, I just, I wanted the money. I, I want to get married. So he kidnapped his, uh, his fiance. And now it's like, it, it literally is becoming a superhero movie. Our boy needs to get the Orgasmo Raider. And go fucking... Every time I say that, I'm just like, am I saying it right? Yeah, you're saying exactly right. <laughs> For some reason, I want to say radar, but that's mm. not right. <laughs> I mean, I see it on the on-screen subtitles. It's Orgasma Rator. Like Terminator. Just think of Terminator. Okay, it's exactly. right there. Exactly. Those, those, uh, those chicks in the background are very dicey. Yeah. Well, we should They're say, too... Dicey. Like you know, it's a typical da- uh, damsel in distress situation. But he has to uh, he has to go rescue his girlfriend in time before they do a gangbang on her. That's what the guy's threatening. Yeah, what the? Fuck? So that's Just that's like... a great superhero. Look, I love that shot. How he stepped into like a spotlight that was on the floor to like dramatically light his face when he gave that line. That was fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I think I I think I got a little bit behind you just by like two seconds. Yeah, but well, we all good. We all good. Imagine if, they, imagine if they like just through the casting process at the time, because I don't know if she was famous yet or not. Maybe she was, but if they would have actually got ScarJo to do this role, how awesome it would be! Oh yeah, like if if we could just recast it, like fucking yeah. instead of instead of this idiot here, we got fucking John Holmes playing oh, fucking yeah. just Master Zero, or fucking uh, Johnny Sins. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of a newer guy. That's the only one that popped in my mind. I wonder who who who's who's uh, got the better spot in hell, uh, Ron Jeremy when he dies for doing all his rapes, or um, Johnny Wad Holmes for passing along the HIV back when there was no medications for it. Fuck me, exactly. You know what's funny too is every time I see Jizz uh, uh, Master Zero fucking Ron Jeremy, uh, I think of like an ad that was on Pornhub like back when they first started, mm. and it showed him standing there. And it's like, don't you want to have a dick like Ron Jeremy? And it was like, fucking, I noticed, like, his dick looked like it had, like, it looked like a brain, how a brain has, yeah. like, fucking divot, like, a, a what, what do you call those? Like, fucking uh, <laughs> wrinkles in it? Yeah, yeah, the creases, yeah. 
I was just like, what the fuck is with this dick? You could do you could do like a fucking like I just wanted to put like a, a pen and do one of those mazes you do as a kid. Oh like yeah, one. like you try to draw your way out of the maze. Yeah. Yeah. Those are crazy too, those little maze things. But mm-hmm. like you ever notice one thing too, like I don't know about his seventies shit or whatever. Oh here here's great. They got the big grappling gun that shoots a dildo over the wall. But um what was like weird about Ron Jeremy, and I, I guess it was when he got older, he didn't have as much blood flow, or maybe it was always like this, I don't know. But like if you watch like his newer porno shit from 90s or 2000s, you ever notice he has to like grab the base of his dick and squeeze it hard to like make his mm-hmm. dick like a little bit hard? And then like he, he penetrates the girl, but he's like grabbing and squeezing the base of his dick the whole time. Like it's very weird. Amazing. Amazing. That's what a Chad does. He could just get one of those rings that are made to do that. Yeah, cock ring. He, but he knows that would be cheating. Yeah. Fucking, he's, like, you don't need that hand free. It's not like you you need it to, like, love the woman, caress anything, fucking kiss her or anything. Just grab that dick. Just grab that. Speaking of grabbing that dick, where Gasmo just used their Gasmo gun on a tack dog, and it just made the dog hornier, and now it's humping him. <laughs> Imagine having to shoot this. I know. I remember Ron Jeremy too. I don't. I don't think I've actually seen this, but I remember him talking about it. And I don't. I guess he probably did this in movies or whatever. But he claimed he could have like another person do a countdown from like ten down to one, and then when it hit one, he would ejaculate. Fucking amazing. Yeah. That's that's talent. That's talent. Yeah. I like well, how I, mean, I like how they're growing in the mansion. They can't get rid of this dog humping his leg. <laughs> dog looks so happy. It does. It's like fuck. This is awesome. He's like, this is awesome. Well, what do you think they did? Do you think they put like, fucking uh, some hormones on his leg? I he, well, obviously it's a trained like a movie animal or whatever. You know what I mean? But like either way, how, why would you train a dog to do that? <laughs> exactly. Fucking uh, Whitney, Wisconsin. Maybe that was her dog. She has them trained to do that. That's the chick that like had those YouTube videos where she was talking about, like, uh, this is the benefits of having sex with your dog. And then it was like people thought she was trolling, but then they found, like, <laughs> porno videos. <laughs> you know, you know, it's... <laughs> I think I remember hearing that there was a, a girl that was like that, but, like, you know what's weird is, like, as a kid, you would always hear urban legends about bestiality, and it's like, you just assume that it's illegal, but then, like, when you get older and then the internet was invented, you you find out through either morbid curiosity or people showing you shit, oh, this actually goes on in real life. Oh, my God. But <laughs> is it illegal? I don't even know if it is. I've never researched it. I think it, it. is. I think it yeah. is, yeah. I mean, it should be, in all honesty. To me, it's like, probably, I don't know. Yeah. That's probably how fucking coronavirus got started, in all honesty. <laughs> but... How do you get consent from an animal, too? Yeah. yeah. Like, well, what if I, uh, that, that Mr. Hands guy, he's like, I'm just going to fucking, I'm going to see if he goes up inside. Like, he, he clearly did. Was like, <laughs> but by the way, that Mr. Hand guy, is is that is there a real documentary about him? Because I kept hearing this documentary that was like, not like, you know, not like a porn video, but like a real documentary about the guy and what happened to him. And I'm like, I kind of want to see that to see what the fuck it was about. You know what I mean? Like, if this... I remember, I remember a lot of people talking about it. I always wanted to watch it, but I think it's called Zoo. Okay. But you got to find the right zoo because there's more than one movie called Zoo. Yeah, okay. But I was like, fucking, do I get to see it happen? Yeah. <laughs> Did he film it? 
It's if anything, they could do that thing where they show the footage, but they zoom up in like the corner so they're not showing the gritty. I love this part where Orgasmo kicks in Ron Jeremy's face and his face breaks like a big plaster fucking thing. <laughs> I, I don't remember who said this like Sancho when you first see him, he's supposed to be like the new hitman who's going to take out Org- Orgasmo and fucking Chota Boy. But then when they show him like when he's going to fight them in the mansion, he's like got his. He like I don't know he's got he's he's in like a a, a fabulous boy attire with with <laughs> Daisy Dukes and like a little shirt tied up at the waist like what was the deal with that? Probably just to throw off your expectations because yeah. it's like oh isn't he supposed to be the big bad guy and then he comes in and he's like got dainty clothes on it's just some weird gag to notice if you're I, paying attention. I guess we should say we never clarified the plot point of why they have to fight the porn maker and all his goons now is that. They found out he was the one who was employing the the mafia thugs who were, you know, moving mm-hmm. in on G Fresh's sushi restaurant. So once they did all that, and then once the uh, the porn director and his goons figured out, you know, who they were, that's why all this kind of plot mm-hmm. got, you know. But I think it's funny too that the porn guy he has the like power to make even just the crew members fight for him, like they're all goons. Oh yeah. Like we could show him beating up this like fifty five year old fucking lighting grip guy. New neuter man guy has the upside down triangle. That's why, because Big Cum isn't on it. Oh, it is. Fucking, that's what the upside down triangle. You think the triangle means something? The upside down black triangle. That's the Big Cum one. That's the one you want to watch out for. Yeah, I think pink triangle means lesbian friendly. Black exactly. upside down triangle means Big Cum. Because look, the 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 yeah. upside down triangle is even pointing at his penis. Yup, yup. You're seeing all the Illuminati symbol. You got your third eye squeegeed, my friend. Yeah, like, like, yeah, it is. It's very squeegee. Stupid walk he does. See, he's doing the lizard man walk. Yeah, he's, he's doing like know. a weird lizard snake man walk. And, and it's actually kind of ingenious that this actor, whoever came up with this kind of thing for this low budget movie, you know? <laughs> was it, yeah, I wonder, like, did they mention that on the commentary if this was all him or if it was scripted? Yeah, I didn't get to that part. The commentary was so hard to listen to. Like, like the, all the commentaries. I tried to listen to two different commentaries. I think it's Blu-ray has three. They're all recorded shitty. Like, they sound like they're recorded on a boom box. And then when they put them in yeah. on the disc, they, like, mix in the sound from the movie so you can't hear it. I love that, too, where they, they flashback to the, the... They do the flashback again, but then they show the grown-up Chota <laughs> Boy sitting with a giant cereal bowl. Yeah, this is where he he decides like he's gonna break that promise to his father. We're gonna see, we're gonna see fucking hamster style. Hamster How deadly style. is hamster style? Look at him go. Just, it, it, it looks like what you would expect. It <laughs> he's even with he his mouth, he's making hamster teeth. So stupid, so stupid, amazing. Oh, you, 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 your uh, third come eye is gonna be squeegee too, Zach. When we finally get you taboo pilled and do that episode. I, I do. I'm excited to watch that fucking taboo build. I gotta get it. I gotta do. I've actually been wanting to do an episode on that for the longest time, even back in the Corey G era, because he used to get all the vinegar syndrome packages, and that's who put it out on Blu-ray. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, you got a copy of it too? Like, let's do it." But we just never got around to covering it. So, is that like a porn or is it like movie? It's it, it's weird. It's it, it is a porn, but it's like one of those ones that actually has a story and everything. To be like, mm-hmm. if you wanted to, you could probably cut out the sex scenes and show it on cable. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, the acting's pretty good, like, in all honesty. 
That's what I'm waiting for. People like uh, people talk about like porn and like the industry and like fucking hell. Oh, it's smut. It can't be art. They need yeah. to make art artsy fucking porn. They need to make fucking porn with like fucking really great like uh, movie like uh, plots that are like yeah. they grip you and shit. Like that's that's the way to stick it to the man and make porn art. Yeah, like I don't know exactly how old it is. I think it's like. 1980 but it's like one of those things where there wasn't video cameras really around yet so they shot it on film so it looks like a movie it's like the print mm-hmm. they use from the blu-ray is like all scratched up unfortunately so it looks like a grindhouse movie but i mean it looks like a real movie when you watch it i guess people could say that's what that lars van trier and like yeah. gasper no way they're trying to do i yeah. guess no way. I, st- I still think gasper no way can't top irreversible but that's just me probably not probably not now, what did you think about this as the, the orgasm gun ran out of electricity? So Chota Boy, just with a pair of scissors, cut a, a, a lamp wire, and he shoved it into the fucking thing, and that temporarily gave him more egg, orgasm power. He's, he's like those guys that, like, they want to hit their uh, weed vape, but they don't yeah. have a battery. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen those? <laughs> no. I got to check it out. That is something they do. They fucking plug in something strip it to get the two wires out and then oh, put it God. into the bat. It's like, how do you guys are stupid? It's like those fucking vape pens blow up in people's pockets. I have seen the things of like security camera footage of people just walking down the street and the vape pens blow up in their pockets and oh, catch fire to their pants and shit. That's awesome. We never talk about the orgasm gun. Like when they have the fake version that doesn't do anything in the movie, he just makes the sound effect with his mouth with like, pew, yeah. Pew. yeah. Yeah. But, like, then the real orgasm gun has, like, a weird fucking sound effect, like, bring, bring. but what's funny is they just play this exact same sound effect, like, 50 times throughout the movie. So, eventually, I was just laughing the other night of just hearing the sound effect over and over. Oh, yeah. We need, we see, that. that's what, like, the, the streamer girls, they need to get that sound effect so that it, oh, yeah. it, it hits every time they donate. So, I really think, you know... Like, um, Zach, like, the, um, the kind of trend in, like, the legit, like, you know, whatever Marvel DC superhero movies now is that they always bring back these, like, older actors now, like, you know, like, Michael Keaton's gonna be Batman again, and it's like, now you get to see the older version of Bruce Lee. Again, with the cock rocket, they blow up the entire mansion with just one cock rocket here. I love the model. Did you notice when the model came in and it burned up? Amazing. I love how big that and open that peat hole was yeah. on the fucking cock rocket. You huge. almost you were almost expecting something to shoot out of it. Like <laughs> when it did it, I was like, oh, I, I thought something was gonna happen there. They should have had like a laser sight shoot out of it, and then like that's how he guides the laser or the rocket to where it's going. But yeah, like the, they want to do all these superhero movies now that are older. Like I would fucking love Orgasmo too, where it's like old Chota Boy and old orgasmo because they totally set it up at the end of the movie that they're going to continue as real crime fighters now and not just do porn anymore so like mm-hmm. you know this like we said this is the origin story like like would you actually like to see uh those two actors come back and do it now i would fucking love that that'd be amazing <laughs> especially if it's the same people doing it and yeah like if it's somebody else it's like no well they, i mean again you know it's it's kind of take if it was like National Lampoon presents Orgasmo 2 and it's like some yeah. stupid young kid. It's like the brother of fucking William Hung. <laughs> then just halfway through, it's like the real actors just show up. But um, here's Sancho. He thinks fire is very romantic. He's like, it's, it seems like there's going to be a romance between him and uh, Matt Stone here. 
Mm-hmm. Ship to Joe Young, South Temple Street. Wow. But um, yeah, like I would love to see that because like like I would say probably my three favorite things. Like I know they just mostly have done South Park over the years, but my three three favorite things of uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone is Orgasmo, um, Basketball, and Team America, World Police. Like I really I wish they could do more movies. I want to go back and watch Team America. It's been so long. Yeah. I swear, I swear, I've probably seen that movie. I was, I saw it in theaters. I saw it when it came out. I don't know if I ever watched it again. I think it's one of those things where it's, it, you know, it's kind of almost more like more of the normie humor. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. fact that it's just puppets the whole time make it so fucking awesome. Like I just like mm-hmm. watching his movie. Like I, I still got to get the Blu-ray, but I have seen it a few times over the years. I, I remember it was like one of the few movies like uh before i moved to uh california it's like one of the few movies like i saw with my friends and stuff and it was like i was like yeah this is so fucking awesome and then like at the time they never did it but right after that they announced they were going to do a giant rubber suit like japanese style monster movie i was like oh that's gonna be so fucking awesome and they never fucking made it fuck they need to re-go back they need to go back to that yeah i love team america i think my favorite joke is when fucking Kim Jong-un uh, fucking releases his deadly tigers and it's just these black house cats crawl out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just played straight. <laughs> yeah. Because there, there was this like goofy, kind of what Team America was making fun of was uh, there was this old show. You ever see that show Thunderbirds where it's the puppets just like that? It's like a science mm-hmm. fiction thing. And they tried to bring that back in like the 90s. Like I want to say they even made a Thunderbirds movie at some point. Mm. Why are there more cases like that in movies? Yeah, they're just like tonguing each other. Yeah, because I mean that's how you show. do it in real life. So exactly. don't even care what it looks like. Fuck it, we're not in the movie. We don't gotta make it look appetizing. What the fuck is that jacket Chota Boy's wearing? It's so weird. I love that fucking wig she's wearing too. It's I know. Very obviously a wig. I know. <laughs> I don't think they're trying to hide it. I know. That is a weird jacket. I never noticed that. Yeah, I just noticed it right now. I didn't even notice it the other time. That almost looks like some shit Marty McFly would be wearing. Fucking tie-dye central over here. I I feel like we let the audience down with this Christmas morning episode, though, by doing our gasmo and only talking about cum, like, probably 20% of the time. I think they, they expected that. I think yeah. they expected that. I think they walked <laughs> right into it. Is that Nick? Yeah. <laughs> Or the ghost? Like, why is Jesus, like, see-through ghost? I don't know. And, and again, like, being true comic book fashion, because uh, he, he, they shot him, the porn director, they shot him so many times. Uh, another porn cameo here by Jill Kelly, who was, like, my favorite back then. But, uh, yeah, Lloyd Kaufman playing the doctor. He had so many orgasms, the bad guy did, that they had to amputate his nuts. So now he is, like, the real-life neutered man. So, like, that's going to be the sequel, the real-life neutered man uh Versus Orgasmo and Chota Boy, which we never got, unfortunately. But I, I would love to have it. Fucking uh, make it happen, guys. Make yeah. it happen. And even the shot of the way he's Neuterman is maniacally laughing. It's so this whole scene is just a take of uh, Batman nineteen eighty nine when uh, Joker gets created by the doctor who fucks up his face, can't repair it, so he becomes the Joker. 
Awesome. That'd be terrible though, like coming so much that your your testicles swell up to grapefruits and they they hurt. Like, it, like I, sometimes I think like, is there such a thing as coming too much? And it's like no. And it's like there's too much of a good thing. It's like no, fucking coming would never get. That would probably be bad. What's well, funny? Yeah, and then the credit says Greek porno actress Shayla Levy. I'm pretty sure that's a real porn star too but I, I never noticed her in the movie like i never noticed any other porn stars in the movie but like yeah like i mean i don't i mean i think we all did it when we were kids uh when you're homesick from school and you got nothing else to do but uh yeah like i don't think it's possible oh by the way i wanted to point out uh the stunt guys chad stileski one of the the co-directors of john wick now so show, shows you how everybody got their start on gas but it's like i don't think that's really you know unlike uh What's that movie? Fucking Human Centipede. Orgasmo, the movie, is not um, 100% medically accurate. Like, I think you can come and, and then you're just like, your balls will just be dry. Like, I don't think they would swell up like grapefruits. Yeah, fucking. Uh, well, we really got the short end of the stick on that. Fucking women, can, they, can, they can do yeah. it over and over again. Very, very Stacy. <laughs> fucking, why? why I, fucking, uh, uh, we're oppressed. And, and it's like not only can women do it over and over, but they can do it like seconds apart sometimes. Fucking so, so Stacy, so Stacy. Like, like even when you're young and in your prime, like you still gotta wait at least ten minutes. Exactly. I don't know. Fucking, it, it's the shame. It is the fucking the the cross we have to bear. You know what's you know what's weird is um. Obviously, we're. Uh, just talking about come nonstop right now to punish the audience but i think we actually ended up maybe was it teen wolf or one of those other shows we we actually talked more about come than we did on orgasm that makes no fucking sense <laughs> you sure yeah did you did you take tallies did, were you like or like whenever they do the fucking debates with the president somebody's like yeah. taking the tally like fucking this guy spoke this much time we were like we were talking this much time Fucking, I talk this much time. You talk this much time. This is how much time we talked about cum. Yeah, arguing over it. Who talked about cum? Did, did you see that credit right there? It said retarded music. No, that was like the record label. No, I didn't see that. I was, I was going to ask you. Do you think it was a coincidence that the one Wu Tang Clan song they picked to be on the soundtrack was the song Cream? Hell yeah, no. fucking. I don't think so. I think that was intentional. I think they are part of the become fucking uh, overlords. Exactly. Hell yeah. So yeah, I mean that's it, man. It's Christmas. And now we can go, you know, we opened up the presents, we watched our Gasmo. You know. I hopefully, mean it's, it's all downhill from here. Hopefully the gods themselves sprayed a, a nice sheet of fucking white stuff outside yeah. your house right now. Fucking the, the gods come down on us for the orgasmo, hopefully. But we don't know yet. We'll see. And you know there there was a lot of uh, concern for it being Christmas, Zach, that everybody was going to rush out and see that Spider Man movie, and then that would create super spreader events of Omicron. Um, mm-hmm. What if we actually created the super spread because everybody's gathered around with their families to watch Orgasmo with us? Exactly, we could. Yeah. It does. Fuck. This is supposed to be the rated version. It says it's NC seventeen. It's the fucking. They mislabeled. They totally mislabeled. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's pretty. That's pretty much the the year end of the movie graveyard. Cause we're not we're not showing up here on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. So that's that's it for 2021. It's it's we blew our load, so to speak. 
Fucking like the one in twenty twenty one is like the cock that we just fucking spurted all over the place. Yeah, for sure. Symbolism. Yeah, I'm looking at the the menu. It's just um, it's just Trey Parker <laughs> cloned as the Mormon guy. Fucking hell yeah! See, they should have just blew our fucking minds and just had Trey Parker cock in hand, fucking, and just like a really shitty looking like cell phone picture he took, yeah. like sent it to some chick. <laughs> like they just they got it and just like put the shit on there. It's like fucking play, scene select, special features. Yeah, I would have called. Or the orgasmo, yeah, the orgasmo movie poster logo has like a legit actual yellow lightning bolt through it. So I guess it is supposed to be a lightning bolt on his chest and not come. Or maybe it is supposed to be come on his chest and then just like to fool you to kind of clean it up, so to speak, for marketing. They made a lightning bolt on the poster. Fucking come on his chest. Yeah. Fucking, uh, we just said that. Fucking, that has to be, uh, they had to have been playing that way. Uh, because our boys are Illuminati, five head. They fucking knew it. They knew it. We're going to put come on his chest because that that's just genius. They do. Mm-hmm. I got a question for you, Zach. I, this is this is uh it's kind of come related I guess if you're a video game player but we we are in the the second Christmas of the PS5 Xbox X era and you can't buy either one. Now you, now the reason I'm asking you this this is this is kind of on topic because you are actually a video game streamer and you stream video games on YouTube like at this point I think you stream video games more. I couldn't believe first of all I can't believe you the other night you went back to Bully Scholarship Edition. But what what is what is your take on these non-existent video game systems? Fucking uh, I I don't know what to think. Fucking uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things like fucking two years into the lifespan, you can't get them. That, yeah. uh, amazing. Like it never happened think, before. Yeah, like did they mean for that to happen? Like fucking was this done to inflate and make it like? make people want it or is it just because oh we can't get the fucking parts to make it why put it out yet then yeah because like like last year the story we're told like oh because of you know COVID workforce we didn't have like the the people in the factories to make them last year this year now it's like oh we have the chip shortage so we can't make that many and it's like and it's also weird too because it's like and i know they're like oh but it's still the fastest selling xbox still the fastest selling playstation ever and i'm just like like it's just weird because then it's like at the same time like this is the first generation where like people are playing more old games than they are new games on these new systems like it's so fucking weird to me it is it is like 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 i wasn't even like like oh i gotta buy one right away so like i i really shouldn't even be emotionally affected but i just think both companies are fucking stupid and then like Mm. that um what do you call it that little in-between system they made the xbox series s where it's like they Mm -hmm. can't even put a disc in it like that for some reason is the one thing that's available to buy like more often and i'm just like i don't want to buy that because i got all these old discs that i want to plug into the fucking thing and play you know what i mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i don't know it just like it pisses me off and it just seems like every it seems like they're all trying to fuck us now but they are they're taking features away. Amazing. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, and it, like, I kind of want to buy, um, one of them because I want to see like when you play the old games, like how much it can like make them better. You know what I mean? Like make, mm-hmm. make them run smoother, I guess. 
but at the same time it's just like well you can't like what is like like and it's not like shit's gonna clear up in the next six months so it'll probably be the next christmas will be like the third christmas of this generation and you still won't be able to buy the shit so it's like when when communism wins and me and you are in the White House, I'm going to make it possible to fucking like basically uh donate cum via PayPal, exactly. and then I'm gonna I'm gonna make it so that like fucking people can be donating their spunk and they can fucking be saving up all the money they need to buy them dank ass fucking. We're gonna we're gonna everybody's gonna get like fucking the dankest system. They're gonna get their own place with their dank hot big titty Stacy streamer girl girlfriend. It's gonna be good <laughs> shit. It's gonna be good shit. But by the way, like I try to look for video game stuff on YouTube, and it's just all these uh, these uh, big titted Stacy streamer girls. Like, you know, same with Instagram. It's like, oh, look at these people you don't follow, but we're gonna show them to you anyway. And it's just all these big titted girls just bouncing and playing, holding video game controllers and shit. And it's like, when you look at this shit, you it would make you think like every house in America has a big titted streamer girl in it playing PlayStation, or whatever. It's it's probably That's, like there's probably like only like fifty of them in the world. Fucking <laughs> misconception. There's gonna be enough for every home. Every, every home. home. <laughs> and they won't even be like attached to the people that live in the house. It's just like when you move out, the big titted Stacy streamer girl stays there for the next family. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I don't get it. I don't get the streaming game thing. Like the way you mm-hmm. guys do it is different. Like. The, the way you do it is like the video game visual is just an excuse to do a talk show around it to talk about mm-hmm. heavy metal and i i tur- when i turned it on last night or the other night whenever it was like just automatically the first thing was uh aaron asking you which movie you thought was better ken park or some or happiness <laughs> mm-hmm and then Aaron was talking about he was actually doing a review of the pedophile scenes and happiness and how they were tastefully done, but it still shook him to the core. Exactly. And meanwhile, fucking bully scholarship edition. Hell yeah. You were running around with a slingshot in a school and shooting the teachers in the nuts from what I remember. Genius. Where else do you get this content? Where else? Only at the Revival House Network. <laughs> this content. Oh my god. Let me tell you, the fucking... The world is so upside down and weird now. I don't know what to say. It is. It is. So anyway, I, that... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, the isolation is starting to officially fucking get to me. I hope me we don't go through another fucking year of this. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, you know, to me too. It's like it's not just the isolation or the whatever. It's like the, um, it's like that everything's like weird, limited, hard to get, hard to do. Like, like not that I would go during this time, but like for example, like technically you can go to Disneyland, mm-hmm. but it's like, but you have to wait an hour to get a hot dog because nobody's there. They don't have enough people to make it. So it's just like that. It's like when is it like going to be a normal world again? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when am I going to go to McDonald's and there's not 15 cars in the drive-thru? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, <laughs> when can I just buy a fucking cheeseburger in peace? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just fucking weird. And, uh, yeah. And movies are kind of weird, too, because, like, technically movies are coming out, but they're, like, weird fucking movies that look like they're fucking 
shot on a fucking I don't even know basement <laughs> green screen or some shit. <laughs> okay, you didn't like that new uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. I tried to watch like a couple minutes of it because it was on um, Paramount Plus, and I just got whatever free subscription through my cell phone provider, and I'm just like. Like, you catch yourself trying to give it a chance, but then you're like, is this real or is this like a SNL skit? <laughs> like, does this pass as a movie in the year 2021? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I might check it out. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to watch it, too. But did, um, you watch the, did you watch the Chucky television show? No, I didn't. I really didn't. Fucking, I had fun with it. Yeah, I gotta watch it somewhere because I didn't DVR it. And if I watch it on the USA app, I think it has commercials. I gotta, I'll watch it when it goes somewhere where it doesn't have commercials. Because it does feature it my favorite 63-year-old Stacy Jennifer Tilly. It is on Peacock. Okay. I'll watch it yeah, on Peacock then. I got I got the version that doesn't have commercials. Fucking, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I kind of enjoy that... Um, yeah, I know we're getting off on a tangent. But I, I, I kind of enjoyed that, that, like, weird thing... Where it's like gone back to what I always wanted, where it's like a grown woman obsessed with a Chucky doll. I kind of like that. Chad. Yeah. Chad. So, so that's it for 2021. Um, I don't know what we're going to do here soon. So <laughs> we could be taking a break. We could not. It just all depends on how real world things pan out. But either way, I want to thank you guys. And sorry we punished you on Christmas morning because I know you're all going to download it and watch this on Christmas or listen to it, I should say, on Christmas morning. But uh, yeah, this was, uh, you know, we try we try to do Jingle All the Way. Pre- previous years did Christmas Evil. Nobody listened to it, so we had exactly. to come. We had to go back to the real, true roots of the holiday. And then people, oh, we discovered that people was like, "Oh, you think like people are gonna be listening to the Christmas episode on Christmas?" It's like nobody cares. No, nope. nobody cares about Christmas movies. So it's like, why do one? It's probably oh, yeah. yeah. It's probably because there's like Christmas movies being released and talked about on like November first. So it's like mm. by the time you get to the December twenty third, nobody wants to be like, "Oh, I want to listen to Jingle All the Way." You know what I mean? Exactly. Although they okay. should go back and listen to Jingle All the Way because we actually we did something very important on there. Live on air, we got Aaron to stop selling his childhood toys on eBay. He was actually trying to retract the listings. Exactly. He was going to sell Pee Wee Herman dolls. He was going to sell uh, Home Alone 2 Talk Boys in the slightly scuffled box. And we, we got mm-hmm. him too. So, so that was our Christmas gift to Aaron. Was we, we we got him we didn't get him new toys but we got him to keep his toys exactly we did it for free yeah and fuck eBay the place where uh, stolen and scout PlayStation fives go to die <laughs> exactly all right so that's it Zach again thank you you're in thank you for not just this episode but all the episodes you have oh, yeah. you have spent a lot of time in the movie graveyard for the last two years. And uh, I'm sure your life is much better for it. So exactly, I got a fucking like I got a six pack from digging these holes. Oh yeah, yeah. In your arms, your biceps, your triceps, you look like oh, you yeah. could be starring in one of those movies that was in the Dolph Lundgren classic section. Mm-hmm. Do chat shit. Exactly. So all right, everybody, thanks a lot, and we'll see you again next year in the movie graveyard. Dog. Thank you.
You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com.